Warning, this program may be found offensive by pencil-pushing, bean-counting, research-loving program directors and radio consultant goobs. In the beginning, there was fun on the radio. Then the radio industry fell victim to corporate America and venture capitalist bankers who marched in with their research and up to their armpits in debt and turned the radio band into a wasteland of cookie cutters. Faceless, sound-alike stations who completely lost touch with the people they were meant to serve. Then there were two voices that cried out in the wilderness, faint at first, but becoming louder with every passing ratings book. It's okay to have fun again, to give the people what they really want to hear, and not treat them like a sea of mindless followers who have no choice in their radio entertainment. Welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. Out here in the fields, I found It's seven minutes past the hour. Coming to you from the Rick and Bubba award-winning broadcast plaza and teleport. Thank you for being with us. Speedy and Helms are here. The real Greg Burgess on vacation back tomorrow. Eddie Van Adler has Blaze TV for you. Uh, he is uh, is working alongside Skunk Baxter today. Skunk earning his degree in common sense from Rick and Bubba University. And welcome back, Bill Bubba Bussy. Rick, glad to be here, and thank all of you for being here now 25 years. Wow. 25 years. How about that? Trump update. I'm very proud of myself. You can't always get Trump update. what you want. Incredible. Really amazing. Don't be stupid. But if you try some more, you might find deal or no deal. I don't wear it too plain. It's my hair. Well, it's time for a President Trump update. As, uh, as we know, uh, according to the president, he will go down as the greatest president we have ever known. <laughs> uh, but uh, now he is... Um, it's he, certainly been an exciting run, hasn't it? Well, we, uh, well it, you know, it's going to be a wild ride. We, you know, the, you, hey, if, you, if you don't think the fun is happening right now, we got a, we got another election coming up in 2020. We do. <laughs> oh, uh, hey, guys, that's just around the corner. <laughs> yeah. That's going to be another wild one. <laughs> it, it, may look like, it may make the last one look like a warm-up act. You well, know, the now. question is, will it include Joe Biden this time? Uh, because now uh, Creepy Joe, uh, Creepy Uncle Joe, he's running into some problems. Now yes. the very environment that his party has created, He's now become the latest far left victim of it, uh, because now people are saying, "Hey, he's a little handsy." Mm-hmm. Uh, and now we got two more women who've come out today, that, and we see the footage and the pictures ourselves. Yeah. And I'm not saying, as we said yesterday, that these things are criminal, but they're creepy. But but at one time they were not even talked about because the environment was different. You can think that's good or bad, but the the Democratic Party, you know, they've turned it into the I mean, you got to go back in, in, in time, and, and if anybody's ever done anything in their entire life that was a little bit inappropriate, they must be held accountable for it now. And, and now that that's starting to – the shrapnel's starting to hit over there right. on, 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 on creepy Joe Biden. People being inappropriate is not funny, but no. this is funny because of who it is. And as you said, their position on this and mm-hmm. how they have watered the political correctness tree. Oh, yeah. And, oh, it's grown. It's turned into a briar patch now. No roots are tearing up things. It is. Listen, it is. let me tell you what's hilarious on this one. And, I, and when I mean this truthfully, because in all fairness to Creepy Uncle Joe, he's not being accused of rape or any any of these heinous things Some of the, we've seen, sadly, happen. The thing he's doing that we can see is so bizarre, it's funny. 
I mean, mm-hmm. when, when you're leaning And it's in, when, documented so well. There's so many yeah. photographs. When, yeah. you, when your move is to lean in behind a woman and kiss her in the back of her hair, it's kind of weird. It's kind of, I mean, that's kind of, I mean, it's weird, <laughs> but, but there's some comedy there. Well, you know, well, like the accusations against Trump, you had mm-hmm. pictures of him posing with people. Yeah. You know, like with Kavanaugh, you don't have any any footage of that. Uh, you George H.W. Bush. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, you don't you don't, you see pictures of people together, but with Biden, we have pictures of him actually touching the women, right. in these awkward poses, whispering right. in your ear. And Rick, I don't mean one that we caught. Yeah, there are montages of them. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and that's really what kind of makes this even more comical. So now Trump, of course, has to weigh in. Yeah, I mean, he, has yeah to, he does. Yeah, he, he does. He has to weigh in. Man. And I love too because he he's he's talking about <laughs> Rick, look at the socialist left, <laughs> and he's and he's talking about how how he's got he's at war with with socialists now, and uh, and he then went into the Joe Biden uh, <laughs> comment that we're about to play, where he's not he's not as far socialist left as as some of his other uh, Democratic. Uh, the cohorts that are going to be running for president, and he had this to say. Take a listen. It looks like the only non-sort of heavy socialist, he's being taken care of pretty well by the socialists they got to him. <laughs> Our former vice president, he's... I was going to call him, I don't know him well, I was going to say, welcome to the world, Joe. You having a good time, Joe? <laughs> 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 the look on his face when he says that. Because Joe? Joe Biden's the kind of person that probably had the attitude going, hey, I'm off limits. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, what, 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 Rick. You're all over that. But didn't, yeah. wasn't Joe the one that wanted to take Trump behind the woodshed? Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Absolutely yeah, yeah. he was. Uh, uh, Chuck Graham, state senator's here. Chuck, stand up, Chuck. Let him see you. Oh, God love you. What am I talking about? <laughs> I mean, the um, yeah, he was the one that uh, – he, he oh, to, there's Joe giving somebody else a hug. Yeah, yeah. We, we now look at the there's montage of, of Joe, and and, <laughs> and, that, and we've noticed about Creepy Joe with his with his handsy, weird kiss on the back of your head, back of your hair. Try, it looks like he might be going for the neck. I don't know what he's going for, mm-hmm. but he seems to also he does not have a high cold factor. He'll mm-hmm. move in on anybody. Yeah. I mean, it's it's it, it doesn't. It's just uh, and like we said yesterday, everybody knows this kind of guy. And at one time, this kind of guy, people just roll their eyes and move on. But not now. Yeah. You know, I not, saw. Hey, hey, um, hey, not now. I saw a couple of the representatives, and it may have been Pelosi who had made the comment, well, he's just an affectionate yeah. guy. If he doesn't mm-hmm. come up and hug you and give you a little kiss, you, 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 you know, you expect that. You, something would be wrong if he didn't do that. Oh, really? No. No, I've been in, you know, I, I've, you know, I'm 54, so I've been in social situations a number of times. And no, it is weird if somebody leans into my wife and tries to Eskimo kiss her and rub noses with her. It's weird if my wife keeps moving her head to the left or the right as that as that person's face keeps moving into her neck area and gets in behind her and gives her a little a hug from behind. You know, that's all weird. Yeah. But but now there was a time though when these kind of you know kind of cheesy as my wife calls them kind of creepy. You know, I want to come on hug on you and and, and grieve in and. Everybody just kind of went, look, that person's a little bit creepy socially, but let's move on. But not now. Hashtag creepy Joe. Creepy Joe. <laughs> creepy Joe. Not now. I'll tell you, this, a, this is going to be a dandy. It is going to yeah, be a dandy. Yeah. Guys, do y'all have any idea what 2020 is going to be like? <laughs> <laughs> First of all, President Trump will go for a second term against people who, who really – 
if you remember when he was sworn in the first time, they screamed and cried. I mean, screamed out. Oh loud. yeah, remember? Remember and, the squalling? And and if you're them, if you're the Democrats, what do you what do you do you think? Okay, thanks to the the decisions made by you know about term limits on the president, four years is the worst that can happen. Is that we get four more, and you just take some poor person who thinks you really care about them and say, let's throw this person on on the fire, let him get destroyed by Trump, let's get him through his four years and try again. Because what do you yeah. do right now? You gonna throw creepy Joe at him? You gonna throw Hillary at him again? That didn't work the first time. Well, so, so I, you, I, I you think gonna, if you you're gonna, you're gonna throw some, and you in the Democratic, Rick, I think the people who who actually know the deal, they know that they cannot win an election being to the far left. Well, and was, that's and that's who that's who is running the party now. Yeah, far I was gonna, left. I was going to make that point because if you don't believe that, look at their actions yeah. on the new Green Deal. Yeah. So, you, you couldn't get one Democrat to vote for the new Green Deal. So that's them showing you politically they think the far left of the party are too far left to win elections right now. So then, what do you do? The, you throw a far lefter in there to run against Trump, right. knowing you're going to get beat, right. maybe Bernie, right. and that will hush some of that up. And then you come back with a much more moderate candidate who can actually run against Trump's legacy and, and have that kinder, gentler nation feel to it. Because you're going to have to run against Pence. And that's when a Joe Biden type would be right. a better candidate, although Joe's going to be too old at that point. Yeah, I'm with you. I think if, if you're in the Democratic Party, you throw a real far-left socialist at Trump this time so you can come back to the party and say, yeah. see, that's not a fair. If, if you run a Biden this time and he gets beat, then the, the far-lefters are going to be in control after that. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Twenty-one minutes past the hour. Kevin Derryberry bringing us back. All right, so um, as we make our way back, we do want to say thank you uh, to Papa Murphy's. They're here today, uh, and I want to thank uh, Kevin Walkup uh, and uh, Jacqueline Lambert uh, here from Papa Murphy's. They got three new pizzas: uh, Smoking Aloha, which Bubba is enjoying; barbecue sauce, Canadian bacon, pineapple jalapeno. Uh, there's the BLT, got a creamy garlic sauce, bacon, spinach, and tomato, uh, and the rustic veggie uh, for those of you that want uh, uh, veggies only. And everybody in our golden ticket seats will pick up a little something from Papa Murphy's today, and they can enjoy that. So if you want to find a location near you, go to papamurphys.com. All right, so uh, as, uh, as we make our way back, uh, we do have uh, some stories, and we're going to do an interview here at the bottom of the hour with Rich Wingo, a state rep out of Alabama and longtime friend of the show. Uh, because there's a lot right now. Our country, it's almost like the country, and I think this is good. Um, and it could be, you know, however this is happening. You, there's all kinds of different points of view on is this is this a spiritual journey for our country that once again we're going to get a shot to kind of deal with something that uh, that can, you know, if you look uh, at uh, the history of of um, you know different empires, for lack of a better word, and superpowers that kind of collapsed on top of themselves when they started to lose their way morally was one of the things you always see there. And, um, you know, at one time we said, well, we, we, we think there's a, there's a discussion going on on where life begins, and we kind of kept it in the first trimester world, and we discussed how people feel scientifically or, or spiritually on where life begins, and we were kind of having that conversation, and Roe v. Wade came along, and, 
And so everybody said, okay, well, abortion on demand is now available. Uh, and then the next thing you knew, the second trimester movement started. Well, you know, we get the second trimester, and well, who are we to judge? And did women choose and all this stuff? And then, and then of course, the latest we've seen is now states that have gone to third trimester and even the birth. Uh, that was bizarro. And, and and that's when we said on the air. Well, I thought we all agreed that life did begin after birth. I thought I didn't think there was any opposition to that. Rick, so, I'll say this: I think that. And and what the Virginia governor said has been the uh, the spark that has started this fire. Bingo! So there's a movie that's out right now called Unplanned, and and uh, I, I was I got email from a guy that's a big supporter of the program. He made a great point. Just like the Passion of the Christ was rated R because of the brutality, um, even though it's a, a strong faith based movie, Unplanned is also rated R because they're not going to sidestep or try to make what we're talking about here, uh, pleasant. They're going to talk about what really went on because it's about a true story of a woman who worked for Planned Parenthood uh, and um, and felt one way about abortion, and then when she got to experience something, it radically changed her life, uh, and that's out there. Now, today, Stephen Baldwin uh, has gone on Twitter saying he can no longer sit back and watch his family uh, behave the way they behave uh, because uh, there's a petition by Alyssa Milano. Uh, and, you know, the thing that's making Georgia, where, where Georgia finds its way in the celebrity worlds, is because of Atlanta. You know, Atlanta's become a new hub of the entertainment business. And so when Georgia's dealing with stuff like this, you know, in, in the past, they didn't garner this kind of attention, but they do now. And you saw that with the the, gov- the gubernatorial race when we had the candidate that the celebrities got behind that, that started saying that, you know, that, that she really won and, and, and all of that. But in this case, Georgia uh, is is moving already through the Senate, uh, the heartbeat bill. Now, in Georgia, and it's going to be a little different from the Alabama one, which we'll talk to Rich Wingo about that at the bottom of the hour, this will limit abortions to six weeks after conception. So anything beyond that would not be allowed. And they call it the heartbeat bill because you can hear a baby's heartbeat. That, that's usually when it's available. Right. Yeah. And so that's what this or is detectable, about. detectable, let me put it that way. So, But Stephen Baldwin's brother... Uh, and father and uh, and, and actress um, of model and actress Haley uh, is it Bieber uh, that she took on in that Justin Bieber's girlfriend yes, yeah uh, or his wife they went on Twitter Monday and, sh- and, and he sh- he shared uh, uh, both of them together did this uh, Stephen and uh, Haley Bieber uh, their disappointment that Alec who's sixty now has actually come along this petition to stop Georgia's heartbeat bill and so Alec said that he's been avoided. Uh, tried to avoid tweeting like this for as long as he could, uh, and he said that uh, that what he's seeing is sick. It's overwhelmed him. He said, love will ultimately win, Jesus. Uh, he said, but for so long I've sat back and trusted God as, as my own. Family members have uh, you know, perpetrated the, the spirit of hate through abortion, mockery, and blindness. Hashtag sad, hashtag Alec, hashtag hates, hashtag pray. So, so, and, and I will say this for Stephen: we we've had him on the show before mm-hmm. in studio. We got to have a, 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 a an extended interview with him, and we also talked with him off the air. Uh, for whatever you think of him, I, I think he's the real deal. It, based on our conversations and just my inner feelings about him, I think he is the real deal. Yeah, and and he's saying I just can't sit back and let this go on. He, he said, I'm, you know, he's trying to avoid being against one of his own family members. Right, right. But he's saying what's happening in Georgia now. All these celebrities, you know, are headed, there, and it he gives you a list of some of the biggest names, and you see some of the normals: Rosie O'Donnell, Sean Penn, Amy Schumer, 
you, you have um, you know Sarah Silverman, Ben Stiller, and and the and that kind of list. They're all trying to use their celebrity to force the people of Georgia to stand up against the heartbeat bill. It's already gone through the Senate, but now it's going to their house to see if it will go ahead and go through. So that I, th- I think did it make it through because I know they said the, the, the governor is is uh, they're waiting on him to sign it. Well, so, it made it through the Senate, and it said the bill will head back to Georgia's House of Representatives for a vote is the last okay. thing it says in this story. Uh, so it looks like it's not quite through yet, but, I, but Bubba, the momentum is that it's going to go through. Now, right. in Alabama, and we'll talk to Rich Wingo about this, and it just came out today. Now, I, I knew this was going on, and we did behind the scenes, but but now everybody knows about it. It's national news today uh, that um, <clears throat> Alabama is now taking a bill – uh, that will the, the voting and they, it looks like they have the votes to do it that will make it a felony for anyone who performs an abortion in Alabama and this one has a little different twist to it because they are going this could ultimately end up being a Roe v Wade Supreme Court uh, decision coming up down the road because uh, this will ban abortions for taking place in Alabama within two weeks of conception. Uh, that's the earliest that a pregnancy can be medically determined. And when you when you look at the way they're going, and we'll talk to Rich Wingo about it coming up next, uh, there's an interesting historical twist on this involving Dred Scott uh, saying at one time African Americans were deemed not to be human. And we, we had a civil war about all that, and, of course, that was changed. And what he what they're proposing <clears throat> is that Roe v. Wade – has deemed something not to be human that is, and uh, and so that uh, that it will be a felony for you to perform an abortion in Alabama if this bill goes through, and this is the strongest abortion bill that anyone has proposed, and it looks like it has the votes and 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 the governor's support. They already have that. Of course, now there's going to be a national backlash like this one in Georgia. Same thing's going to happen on this one to try to change the mind. But the question before all the celebrities and all the the national news media and all the activist groups is when you're dealing with Georgia and Alabama, if they have the votes and they have the governor, you may can jump up and down all you want to uh, because the people you would pressure are not going to vote for it anyway. We'll be back. We'll talk to Rich Wingo next. Rick and Bubba. You give life, you are love, you bring light to the darkness, you give hope, you restore every heart that is broken, and great are all right, as we make our way back, 35 minutes past the hour, obviously we're talking about um, the right to life and where life begins. And, and our country, um, once again, and, and thankfully, uh, we're having a conversation that, frankly, we need to have. But one of the things, those of us that are pro-life, we need to be sure that we're, we're seriously pro-life, not just pro-birth. And, you know, through Compassion International right now, these are children that, that are alive. Uh, and these are children that uh, have found themselves in, in parts of the world where the, the basic needs are not met on a daily basis. And then we, with what we've been given, uh, can uh, can then pass some of that on to these children 
um, where they have access to the basic necessities of life. 60,000 kids were on the waiting list. Now, we've made, made a little dent in that in the Rick and Bubba audience, but we're trying to reach another goal of 250 kids that will be directly sponsored uh, from this show. It costs about a dollar a day for you to sponsor a child through Compassion International, and, of course, they're going to have uh, you know, access to, to clean water. You're helping uh, access to food, nutrition, education, but, but most importantly, uh, not, not just the health screenings, the immunizations, the hygiene, they're, they're also going to grow spiritually because they're, they're going to be – all this is going to work through a local church that's been vetted by Compassion International that is there near the area. So all the true necessities of life are met, not just some of them. Uh, and you can really make an impact today by going to Compassion.com slash Bubba, and you can also vet out C- Compassion International. They're one of the highest-rated nonprofits in the world. You can also call them at 855-293-2323. And let's be sure that we're not just pro-birth, we're actually pro-life. Rich Wingo, uh, state rep, is uh, is with us right now out of the sta- state of Alabama, friend of the show. Rich, welcome back, buddy. How are you? I'm doing great, Rick. How are you guys doing? We're great. Glad to have you on, Rick. Um, you know, Rich, uh, we, this, is, this is a conversation our country desperately needs to have. You know, sometimes countries and societies lose their way. Uh, but, you know, we serve a, a God of second chances. We, we serve a God of redemption and grace and mercy. Uh, and he loves us enough that, that a lot of times he'll allow us to, to have that moment where we go, are you sure about this now? Uh, do you really think this is what should be going on? So uh, we have state representative in, in Alabama, Terry Collins, who's a Republican out of Decatur, Alabama, uh, announced yesterday that she is filing legislation to overturn the U.S. Supreme Court's Roe v. Wade ruling by banning abortion procedures from taking place at all in Alabama. Uh, I know that uh, that you are part of uh, of this and a supporter of this. Um, so, talk to the audience right now on what you're hoping will be accomplish accomplishing and how we all can help. Yes. Well, guys, thanks for having me on. First, and sure. I um, let me lay some groundwork first. Roe versus Wade. Uh, states that an unborn child is not a person. This is about personhood. And thus, because it's not a person, it's not protected under our Constitution. That's what our current federal law says. And so in November 6th, last year of 18, our state, as you know, we passed overwhelmingly Amendment 2, which says that we as a state are a pro-life state and that we do stand and protect the unborn child. And so House Bill 314, which is what this bill is, and we dropped it yesterday, the, the bill uh, simply puts statute to Amendment 2. It, it, it puts uh, feet to it, and that's what we're doing. We are going directly after Roe versus Wade. Our bill redefines personhood, and what we, the bill says, which is what right out of Scripture, is when the egg is fertilized, but you can't measure conception, but you can measure when the egg attaches to the uterine wall, which is called in utero, which is called pregnancy. And so that is what our bill is saying. And today, with modern technology, fetal monitoring, uh, 3D ultrasound, pain-capable monitoring, things that weren't even heard of in 1973 when Roe versus Wade was passed. Uh, we now have 
everyone knows when life begins. And so that's what we are going directly after Roe as far as personhood, that a, a person, a life begins um, when it's measured, which is when it's attached to the uterine wall, which is pregnancy. And so the entire pro-life coalition, the state of Alabama, which I'm so proud of, is 100% behind this bill. Uh, Eric Johnston, there in Birmingham, our constitutional attorney, we work together. He's worked on this for years, and the pro-life coalition have worked on it for years. I've been involved for about a year, uh, and uh, we're all working together. Terry Collins is carrying the bill. Uh, she's such a pro-life advocate. She'll do a wonderful job. Uh, Greg Albritton is carried in in the Senate. Our medical and our hospital associations have had input in this bill and uh, support. And so, Rick, I don't know how far you want me to go, but I, I'd, I'd love to say this as far as just how far we've come is that two times in our nation's history has the Supreme Court ruled that human beings are not a person. Right. I mean, this, is, this is crazy. This 18, is important. This is important. Go ahead. 1856, you know, we all grew up studying the Dred Scott ruling. Sure ruling that an African-American was not a person and thus not protected by our Constitution. And, and that idiocy and stupidity caused a civil war, and thank goodness in 1868 that, that law was overturned. The same exact language, the same exact premise that the Supreme Court took in 1856, they took in 1973 with Roe that an unborn child is not a person. Thus, it's not protected by our Constitution. So, Rich, if you follow this narrative, and, and correct me if, I, if I'm wrong, but I, but I think it's pretty easy to follow that even I can do it, is what, what we're saying is we recognized the Dred Scott ruling as an error. As an error. We, yeah. we, we had clarity. We woke up and we said, what in the world have we exactly. done? Yeah. And, and we overturned it. Well, you're, you guys are proposing that in 1973, we, di we didn't know everything that we know now about where life begins, whether you are a follower of Christ or have a biblical worldview or not. Science and biology is clearly telling us where life begins, and you're proposing with all who support this, which would include us here, this is our moment of clarity to say what have we done and correct it. Exactly. Look, in... It's time. We just need to stand up and say it and call it what it is. And in Tuscaloosa alone, in Tuscaloosa County, and I'm, I'm ashamed to say this, but this is fact. And this is what God's put on my heart. 3,500 abortions a year average in Tuscaloosa. That's more abortions in, in my hometown than there are births. Mm. You can't. You'll have to answer for that if you just sit by. You can't sit by and let things like that happen. I didn't know this. I've lived there for all these years, and I never knew it. And so Sherry and I got involved, and, and uh, this became, you know, evidence to us. And you've got to stand. You've got to do something. And so God's put the Pro-Life Coalition. He's put Eric Johnson. He's put Terry Collins. He's put Greg. He, he stationed this, and at the same time, he, he has made the whole— country aware with with these uh, uh, rulings in New York and, and Virginia and the governor and, and what it's done, it's brought it to light at the perfect time. 
And and so we feel such a time as this. And Rich, let, let, let me ask you this. We look back on history and we look at Nazi Germany and the atrocities that went on there in the concentration camps. Yeah. And, and I, for one, I, I've often wondered how could they allow this to happen? How could the German people sit by idly and let this happen? And you realize that it's exactly the same thing going on here now with the abortion issue. It is. But but there's a difference. We know more than the German people do. Well, that's what I was going to say. The reason why these Mm. things Mm. get down the road like they do is there's a suppression of the reality of what's really going on. And and that Mm. that should show you what their intent is in some of this. And, and Rich, I think, too, science, as you mentioned, have, has shed so much light on this. Now that we have mapped the human genome, we know for a fact when, when people talk about, well, it's my body or this or that, uh, a baby does not have the same DNA as the mother. It is a totally different DNA signature. Now, part of the mom is in there and part of the dad is in there. But it is a totally different DNA. If you remove someone's gallbladder, if you remove their tonsils, if you remove any other piece of them, it has the same DNA as the mother. But a baby, a fetus, however you want to describe it, has a totally different DNA sequence from day one. It is not part of her body. Right. Yeah. And we're yeah. certainly not not having a lack of compassion here. No, no one is saying that every woman who ends up carrying a child by life choices or by whatever whatever happens has to take the responsibility to raise the child. You know that we have incredible organizations and incredible people that are standing by that would love to adopt that yes. baby, that would or, love to care for that right, baby, yes. that would love to raise that baby. And, and certainly, or even people who've been down the road of abortion. Yeah. And, and it doesn't mean you're an enemy to this. What it does mean, we all need to just take a deep breath and look at what we're doing and call it what it is that's right. and correct it. Correct, correct it. it. Everybody. And those, 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 none of us are without sin. None of us have, right. have, have gone where we're not off the path. But the exactly. real error is not correcting it and, and standing up and going, I'm going to make a change. Right. I was wrong. I did something wrong. Absolutely. I'm doing something wrong. But I have the power now to change it and correct it for the future, and that is where the redemption comes in. That's it. Amen. 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 So, Rich, I know we got to get to the break. So I guess the bottom line is this. The people of Alabama need to be sure that those who are going to vote on this to, to make this law, they need to hear that this is what the people of the state want. We have had our clarity. We have admitted that what we've done is wrong, and we're ready to change it. Let's fix this and move forward for a greater exactly. America. States already voted last year. It's not. Yeah. So I would ask that they get with their senator, get with their uh, House member, get with the governor, notify them that we've already voted for this. Right. And and please support it, bathe it in prayer, and, and, and stand up and step out, please. We'll be right back. More Rick and Bubba coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Melody, you surround me with song of deliverance from my enemies till all my fears have come. 
seven minutes to the top of the hour. So uh, just to finish out this topic uh, today, because I do believe that our, our nation is at a crossroads, um, just as Rich Wingo pointed out, on other things that we've had wrong in the past uh, concerning personhood. And, um, and, and we can correct it. And, and I, as Bubba said last segment, and he's 100% right, uh, just because you've made a bad decision in the past, let me tell you, I've made a ton of them. And and I some we all of, have. and some of uh, some of you out there in the pro life movement, you need to change your attitude a little bit in order to be effective, and and you know because a lot of times we're extremely vocal about sins we've never struggled with, uh, but you're but you're you're equal at the foot of the cross, and uh, you, you're in equal need of redemption of any person who did this either uninformed or informed and just made the wrong choice, uh, and and so don't think you have to stay a pro choice person because you've seen some people in the pro life side handled themselves poorly or because you may have uh, you may have done this and you just want to cling to it to say well if I could somehow justify it look I've been through that in my own life I had a different view on this at one time in my life I was wrong and so I repented and changed it and and uh, and and that that's happened with a number of things throughout uh, your life and and even when you've been justified and then you're sanctified and you start you know, changing because of the power of the Holy Spirit in your life. But we do need to get to the legal part right. The Georgia bill has passed both the Senate and the House. The story we were holding was outdated or something. But now they're waiting on the governor, and this is going to have all kinds of legal opposition, just like the one in Alabama will. Yeah, oh, yeah. But, yeah. but the Georgia House has passed it. The Senate has passed it. Theirs is a six-week fetal heartbeat bill, and they're just waiting on the governor to sign it. If the governor um, does not um, – Veto it, it'll pass. And he ran uh, vowing to support pro-life legislation. So, And the Alabama bill is already uh, – it, it, they think they have the votes, but the process is just starting. And so in Alabama, this one goes further, two weeks, meaning you know, when personhood is determined, it is when you can detect pregnancy. And there's a much bigger part of going back to Roe v. Wade saying this is what we did with Dred Scott, and we corrected it. And we need to do the same thing with Roe v. Wade concerning personhood and when people are declared a human being and then have the rights afforded them in the Constitution. So these are this is all big, and then the movie Unplanned is out right now, which uh, someone made a great point in email about that who's a big supporter of the show. If, if it's not, if you don't think about what we're talking about, because I think sometimes to make a decision, i got to know what we're really talking about, right? Yep. Yeah. And I know it's difficult sometimes, and you want to turn away and you don't want to look, but sometimes when I saw the depravity of myself, that's when I turned around. Look at the prodigal son. When he came to himself, when he was in the pigs, and he was thinking, I'm going to eat some of this slop. My gosh, what am I doing? We have a movie that's telling you what really takes place in this country when it involves abortion, so it's been rated R. But right now we live in a society that a person is not old enough to see the movie, but they're old enough to have an abortion. I, now I want you all to think about that. that. That just shows you how bizarre we've become, and we can correct it. We, we, can, we can make a move in the right direction and say, you know what, as a society, we lost our way. And, and I, would, I would hope and pray that we would do that. And opportunities have presented themselves. Brittany, trustful, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Brittany, go ahead. Hey, guys, can you hear me? Yes, yeah, go yeah, ahead. Loud and clear. Hey, um, okay, so um, I just had a few questions. Uh, I wasn't so sure, and I'm sure that there are other people. Rich wasn't very clear towards the end of his um, – Call. What do we need to do as citizens of Alabama for? We need to call. Yeah, I, our, yeah. I our thought he senator. was. In all fairness, I thought he was very clear. He said you need to pressure 
your senator, you need to pressure your representative, and you need to pressure the governor. Let them know how you feel. Let them know. Let them know exactly how you feel. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go to Holly in Melbrook. Holly, go ahead. Hi. Um, I just want to comment on all this. Um, I don't think that pro like the abortion is really the problem. I think it's the medical community as a whole because I think that doctors don't allow women to get their tubes tied as they want to. So then abortion would be the last choice, you know, Who's ever in been uh, cases like mine. Well, Holly, clarify for us, why Why do you think that, uh, or I, I'm, I'm not aware of anybody who wanted to have that procedure. That was denied. But, yeah, what, can you educate us on that a little bit? Well, I have a special needs son, and I, it would be hard for me to, one, it would be dangerous for me to give birth again. We got all that, but why were you denied? Why were you denied having your tubes tied? That's the question. Oh, they said that I was too young because I had my son at 21. Mm -hmm. So I've spent the next four years going to eight almost different doctors and over the last four years. To, for one to finally say yes, I'll tie your tubes. Yeah, but that, they but, always said, but, but that oh, doesn't I'm mean too young. Yeah, oh, I'll change right. my mind. But the point and of in my case, yeah. So, but the point of the conversation is, do we have the right to take the life of a person? Yes or no? I believe yes when it's the last option because I wouldn't want to have another child. I love my son. Don't get me wrong. Sounds like it. But I wouldn't want to have another, wow. bring another life into this world. Well, the discussion is whether you have, you, there's other ways for that not to take place in your stay. life yeah. other than, than taking the life of a person. Make that adjustment. Yeah, you can make those adjustments in your own life. And if not, then you should be responsible for your decisions or let somebody adopt the child. You don't have the right to kill it. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. daily that common sense is a superpower american heroes rick and bubba coming to you from the broadcast plaza and teleport another hour of the rick and bubba show is here speedy helms are here greg on vacation uh he should join us back tomorrow eddie van adler's got blaze tv for you today Skunk Baxter and Daddy Calls Me Pumpkin are taking your phone calls at 866-WE-BE-BIG. We'll get some more phone segments coming up before the day is over. Big boy outside looking on. Our golden ticket seat guests are here. Today, the Wednesday Bible study returns. Not only uh, the normal archives available for you by about 2 o'clock Central Time today, but uh, since we're making the move to Rick and Bubba TV being live on YouTube as of Monday, we're going to do a trial run today. And you can watch the Bible study live. It's actually done live here at the studio at noon central time if you want to watch that. If you don't have that kind of time, uh, then you go catch it when the archive comes out about 2 o'clock every day. You can go to past Bible studies at BurgessMinistries.com and click on media. Welcome back. Bill Bubba Bust. Rick, glad to be here, and thank you for the opportunity to sit here in old seat number two every day. Well, Bubba, we've loved it, and it's been quite a run. And I Can hope I it, put a number two on the back of Yeah, and I hope you'd like to, buddy. You know what? We've talked about, because of <laughs> we moved the chairs around, everybody's got their initials on them now. 
What if we just put the numbers on the back? <laughs> I'm talking like about it. big, too. Yeah. I like I'm it. talking <laughs> about big and bold. Yeah. Biggest Bryce Harper. Uh, so, Bubba, the last time, <laughs> you know, funny. I'm watching you go go through this process. <laughs> mm-hmm. Funny. Um, of the Auburn basketball, the Auburn basketball team is going to the Final Four for the first time in the in in the history of the school. Yes, uh, in this sport, um, so, history of anybody in the state. Yeah, I mean it's a big deal. And I, we know that you look a lot like an Auburn fan, but you're not one, right? And uh, but for some reason, when they go to championships, you always go. <laughs> right? He and, doesn't uh, go to any other championships. No, he doesn't. <laughs> right? But the, well, the, and this right. one, this one and, is. And uh, then there's a flag on your boat. And you seem to be dressed out in their stuff a lot, <laughs> and, uh, but, at, at various games. But but the uh, but I know that you're With not Tim Cook, right? But I, I know that I, I know that you're not officially. But anyway, flag on your boat got me. <laughs> right, right, right. I want to see that. Other than the blazing AU flag flying in the wind, uh, but uh, and your trip to all the championships. Um, but but I, what I'm saying is, we, when when well, we that, that hadn't been a lot of trips. Well, that's what I'm saying. The good news about pulling for this university, you don't have to go a lot. <laughs> but but here here's the uh, here's the thing. You said that you would. You thought you were going to be going to the Final Four if they hadn't told you you can't buy but two packages because you, right, right you weren't Tiger. I, I was on the phone. You would already be gone. I had I had ordered three mm-hmm. for me and the kids. The mm-hmm. kids were beating me up wanting to go, mm-hmm. you know. And nah. I, I, go understand, for the kids. I understand it's right. your thing. And yeah. um, so, really, I was doing it for the kids. That's right. Of but, course you were. You're always doing it for um, the kids. Yeah. You're, you're, you're a we do a lot person. for the kids every you day. Do. You do. You do. Uh, like get up and go to work. Right. Um so they shut me down. They wouldn't let me buy a third package, okay? It was the whole package because I'm not a member of Tigers Unlimited, right. which is the fundraising group, and every university has their little thing they do. Right. So, um, and, and believe me, I tried. I tried to talk the lady into it. Uh, they even suggested calling me back, let me call her back. Mm-hmm. Just What do we need to do to, to make this happen, you know? I uh, felt like Lori Laughlin there for just a moment. <laughs> and... Um, <laughs> So uh, we we abided by all the rules, and I, mm-hmm. I I fell on the sword. I backed myself out of the deal, got the kids going. They'll have time of a life. This is a great memory for them. And mm-hmm. yeah. Caitlin goes there in Auburn uh, at Auburn, and, and Hunter's a fan. He lives there, so um, uh, it would be a great trip, and it would be a great trip if Dad could be involved too. But yeah. and so we started trying to kind of look around and find you know any potential situations any workarounds to get there um minneapolis not just real easy to get to from birmingham to start with um and i have never been there to see the vikings play it's a shame they can't play on the same weekend i know (laughs) um but uh i've never been to minnesota and i'd I'd love to to see the land of lakes up there Mm -hmm. Uh, you no longer have the obstacle of a birmingham iron playoff game right right that's out that's out don't have to worry about that (laughs) right uh, now, of course, most of the lakes are still frozen over right now right. in Minnesota. Right. Yeah. So it'd be the land of ice. Wow. But uh, we, uh, we, we've we tried several options, and some of them I think you will find are somewhat amusing, okay? I think they're all amusing. Yeah. Um, I have uh, – Hearing you explain it is great. And now remember – I have this, reached out yeah. to a lot of different sources. Okay? I wish I just, knew every one of them. Just trying to check out and say, hey. I wish I knew what, every what, one of what's them. What's your plan? What you got going? I wish you know, I – Just I trying wish to I, find out. Well, I can share a couple of them. Okay, with you. good. Um, one of them is uh, a, a local group here that uh, is in the food business, who runs the local uh, Taco Bells. 
Okay, okay. they're Patrick. a franchise, a big, big group of that. Bless you, Bubba. And uh, Bless you, Taco Bell. I actually approached them from two different directions. Uh, oh, it's amazing. One uh, with one of the, the principals who I'm friends with and one who is a pilot. And I ask, hey, do y'all happen to have an extra seat on Taco One? Okay. You know what I mean? You, Taco uh, but unfortunately, the taco was full. The taco was full. Yes, the taco was full. Right. And uh, so that's out. Um, Unlike their taco. Not so full. <laughs> right. But anyway, go ahead. So. Which is why you can get nine of them for about four bucks. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? The whole menu was, what, 120 bucks? The entire menu. And and the guy tried to eat it. Right. Um, so, and Rick, just. Checking in with different people, you know, um, and and we've I think we may have finally got it worked out. Now you've gone down a road that I tried to call Charles and he's he's busy. I can't get in touch Rick, with him. Hey, why's Bubba calling me? Bubba, why you hey, keep calling me? Rick, where's Bubba? <laughs> Bubba, Bubba, you Bubba is so fat, and uh, so he I'm used to this word. Bubba. So. Bubba, you and me ain't going to fit on a plane. I ain't getting on no plane with Bill Bubba Bussy. But anyways, that thing won't fly. So did, anyway. did, you have a, did you have a lot of anxiety about hitting the send button on some of these? Like, well, did you feel like you were bothering people that you never talked now to? We're, well, now well, we're back to a BIP again. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, I and I've tried to approach this from an anti-BIP standpoint just right. to say, hey. Which limits, which limits your choices? Because, because a lot of times you'll have people who are, you know, pooling together to go somewhere, and they'll end up with an extra seat. And they really would like to have somebody else to help share the cost of right. the ride. But so. see, there's that, and then you can end up found that being that kind of outcast person nobody wanted to go. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, gosh. He's well, and, and I was prepared. I mean, right. I, I'm, I'm, you know. You can be hero or you can be Charlie Brown and go either yeah, way. Yeah, you, you don't want that. So right. I think that our, our very own Dan Moultrie has come to the oh, rescue Oh, my gosh. Here. You're kidding Bubba, me. Bubba, there's, I, think, I think we've matched Moultrie. Well, we, we, we all have learned over the years that, I, that Moultrie is always well-meaning. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah. and he'll he'll he, everything's unbelievable, and uh, mm-hmm. and and Dan, I know wants to come through. I know that, but you really did go through every other option, didn't you? I mean, because well, I've, I've you know it's been a, a multi front uh, maneuver it, yeah. trying to get this work. You didn't out. bump one of his kids, did you? Uh, no, I don't think so. Did Ashley you, or Daniel, getting together? <laughs> Bubba, I don't. I don't want. Listen, I don't want to be. <laughs> Sorry, I, Ashley. I, I got to be that friend here. Mm. Has Dan told you you're going, or can it be confirmed that you're going? Well, Rick, as I as I always say to you, uh, it, it's not real till I have it in my hand, you Correct. know. And uh, everything is subjective to that point. Now I have a piece of paper from the people who schedule this that has my name on it. Like where an email? No, I, yeah, and I printed it out, I, and I just got and it that, right before the show started. That today, came from Dan or from them? It came from them. Where Dan had ordered, and I'm considered. I guess I'm. You know, it's me and Patty and Dan. So does I'm that the third th- wheel in that group? Does that mean a ticket, or does that mean transportation as well? That is uh, ticket and hotel. Uh oh. Did y'all y'all miss something? We just flew right through it. I. Dan and Patty were just going to go on a trip together. <laughs> Have them a little trip as, planned, and and now Bubba's with them. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's some areas you worry about being a bip, some you don't. You know what I mean? I mean, that, that's, uh, that, that, that's Honey, uh, I can't wait to get away together. Well, you know, we never get to spend time alone. Do you think he's told her yet? Mm-hmm. Oh, probably not. Um, I don't think so. <laughs> you I, think, I think she knows. This? I think she knows. 
Okay, because you know what it says is well, we can use this space to put. Now, don't no that space is taken. No, no, there was there was kind of a comical moment yesterday when I was talking to Dan, and we were you know we'd been working through this um, where they were having problems getting all their stuff to go through on the computer. So, and I, I kind of got to laughing. Dan was somewhere between here and the middle of Georgia. And he was trying to pull off on the side of the road to get his laptop to work, and and that was kind of funny because you know okay. you know how hard it is to get online anyway, Mm-mm. and when you're online in a car, oh, guess so. trying to use some kind of cellular modem or I mean it's right. you know it has its own set of problems. All right, let me. I just want to be sure I have this right. If all this <laughs> turns out to be true, mm-hmm. it looks like you got some sort of confirmation. On the way to see Auburn in the Final Four, <laughs> will be you. Dan Moultrie, Dan Moultrie's wife, and Dan Moultrie's son, you'll be like the other son? Um, I, I'm just saying the piece of paper that I have mm-hmm. has Dan and has Patty and has me on it. That's, that's all I so know. So there's no none of his kids on it? Not, not that I saw So, so you that, that I could read. So you're you, there's a couple in you? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> But you're not a fan, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> yeah. Just, just um, got to get there. You're just willing to fly with a couple there and uh, and go to Minneapolis and see what happens. Yeah. yeah. HD on the big screen is looking pretty good right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back. More Rick and Bubba next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Twenty-two minutes past the hour. So the update on Bubba going to the Final Four is as follows: It appears that Bubba is going to the Final Four with Dan Moultrie and his wife. Uh, uh, romantic getaway with Bubba. That, that's what that, they're calling. That's it. how it looks. Now <laughs> Bubba had told me that there was something going on that he might not be able to go involving his wife Betty, who's on the phone. Uh oh. Betty Lou. <laughs> Betty. Hey, hey baby, are you hearing this? Hey. For, are you hearing this for the first time? Well, I, I don't know what to think about it. I'm trying to hitch a ride to Iron City. <laughs> somebody, I can't get as far as Iron City. That's left Minneapolis. I mean, come on. <laughs> I mean, I guess I'll have to call somebody that I could just go on a date with, or, or be the third wheel, or something. Surely there's a couple. Yeah. I'm trying to get to the total assets. Thing, the, their 30th anniversary thing in Iron it, City. You know. So what is total total asset? Uh, they having a what is that? It's my neighbor. He's like a banker, and you know they call themselves total assets. Oh, it's no a band. Yeah, this it's is our band. neighbor's band. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yes, I well, I'm a groupie, you know, so I have to go. I can't be going to Minneapolis for something silly like a ball game. I've got to be going to this thing. So now you find, I am their groupie. Yeah, you now find yourself with no date. <clears throat> yep. Yep, no date. No golf cart driver for my baby shower. Or not baby. Not, sorry. I started sorry. to say, wait a minute. Sorry, Hello. Williamson. Wait a minute. Hello, Hello. wait a minute. Oh. Let's don't get the cart before the horse here. <laughs> not <laughs> April Fool's. Let's be the bridal. Bridal <laughs> shower, not baby. Sorry. Are you trying? Hey, baby, are you trying to tell me something? No, good grief, no. I tell you, it would be divine intervention. Y'all better get somebody up in here for a prayer vigil. Yeah. I was calling to tell y'all that. Right. Well, you know, I'm sure the, the, the I'm sure the, I'm sure the bride's mom is thrilled right now with our conversation. There's not going to be a shotgun at that bridal shower, is it? Oh my gosh! Oh man, thank goodness. Yeah. It's got somebody else's name on it. Remember? <laughs> 
now, Betty, so, let me be clear. Bubba. Honey, are you okay? Bubba. Bubba I'm said, good. I hadn't had a lot of caffeine yet, you know? So so let me get this right, Betty. You this weekend, you want you had a band you wanted to go see, and then you have a bridal shower that usually Bubba runs the golf cart and helps everybody know where to park at your house. And, right. And now you yep. hear that he's going off with Mr. and Mrs. Moulton. Yeah. I mean, come on. What is the deal with that? I can't go to anywhere with anybody and here he go he just picks up the phone and it happens <laughs> well it's, it's for the kids honey you right. know how we want to support Dan, them i need to be your friend too yeah. Daddy, you know? so betty if you didn't have these obstacles would you would you have liked to go to the game <clears throat> i maybe i probably would have gone yeah but you know i i gotta stay and be the groupie here for yeah. my for my um band friend and Total, you know, total the asset. Show must go on, and I, I got to plan this baby shower. I mean, bridal shower. I said it again. I don't know. Betty, Betty, honey, you call honey. You got. I don't know who should be more shower. worried, me or the Williamsons. I, I mean, really, <laughs> Betty, Betty, you're gonna have to get out of the grape juice. <laughs> I tell you what. Well, I haven't had my Buzz Box coffee. Yet, there you so. go. Okay. <laughs> By I mean, way, this is a shameless plug segment it here. It is. I tell you, it's shameless plug on parade here. Well, let me say this, Betty. I, Bubba finally got a, you know, sent some home. I want you to know, and, of course, Greg hates when I do this, too, because Lisa gets on him that he won't bring stuff home from work. But if you, yeah. need, if you need this coffee, you know, you, I'll send it to you as much as you need it. Well, thanks. Yeah. Well, I I really had no idea. I was a Caltrans, but uh, you know. <laughs> oh, that's, that's just so, it's just running the list. I love it. I tell you what, Betty. You know what this means for the um, bridal shower, and that is park wherever you want. I mean, speedy. I mean, just park in the yard on the it'll, side yard. It'll be chaos wherever you want to park. Bubba. Look at Bo's face. Wherever you want to park, and you better wear some tennis shoes. Don't be wearing heels up here um, yeah. because this hill. Right. You got <laughs> you're you, listening you, to me, and you're coming to a bridal shower Saturday, or Sunday at my house. I don't even know what day it is. <laughs> but anyway, Sunday afternoon at my house, wear tennis shoes because right. you're going to have to walk up a steep driveway, and then you're going to go down a street drive, driveway. Now, I'm going to tell, tell you how, how steep it is. Steep. The first oh, time steep. that I went over to your house, I stepped over bones of people that didn't make it. <laughs> Listen, I tell you, and if you the golf cart, somebody could fall off and roll, they'd be down at Publix parking lot at Lee Branch, probably. So. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you better hang on. So, mm-hmm. so Betty, Bubba, Bubba tells us he's really not an Auburn fan. Do you agree with that? Well, you know, we watch, we watch the game here and there. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> I've never seen him say. Um, well, I can't say that I haven't seen him say War Eagle. You know what I mean? Right. But anyway, mm-hmm. I, I mean, yeah. We're, Let's just say we've gotten into the game. But you know, you, we like Bruce and all yeah. that. Betty, you can you can attest to this, though. We we didn't have any plans of trying to go even after the ball game was over Saturday. No, because we didn't think they'd win. I mean, you know what I mean? <laughs> sure. Look, it was. We had no idea. Nobody did. So, no, anyway. No, 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 not at all. Well, Betty, I hate that you're going to be left behind as Bubba and the Moultries head out. But, uh, <laughs> well, do you hear how that sounds, Bubba? <laughs> yep, I'm having flashbacks to when y'all used to do that XFL stuff, and I was at home in Pelham for two days. <laughs> I mean, I got to hear about all kind of grand adventures, you know. <laughs> Yep. Hey, don't, right. well, don't, don't need me. I'm in Pelham. Yeah, hey, don't worry about me. I'm at total asset and got a bridal shower. Y'all have a good time. Oh, my goodness. And it is a bridal shower. Bridal. See, it I said it right. Bridal. Yeah. 
B R I D A L. Yes, okay. not B A B B Y. Or B A B Y. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. Can't do it. She can't. Betty, seriously. <laughs> Betty. Betty. <laughs> you, you need something. Betty, you go. need something. Note to self, don't have Betty call this early. After nine. After nine. Yeah, I'm trying to work now, and when I get up early, on my days off, I don't get up early. So I know. Bubba's put you back to work. I mean, good night. Yeah. Yeah. I, I robbed her of a career, what Rick, for 20 on. years. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. I'm telling but you. Anyway. All right. Well, all right. Well, Betty, anyway. be sure and call us and tell us all the great stories Bubba tells you when he gets back. Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, I will. I'm sure there'll be a doozy. <laughs> Thanks, Betty. I hope okay. there's one of me getting there. <laughs> Betty, Bye, babe. Look, Betty's got, she got her hands full. All right, I got to ask the question. Did she just find out? Like, did, did you, when did you she told know her you were going? going? When well, did she know she, you were going? Well, she's been updated about it like y'all have. She knows I've been looking. Right. So but she did find out today, man. Uh, that you're going. Well, because that's when we found out. Right. I mean, I just found out <laughs> a few minutes ago. Right. So you couldn't let yeah. her know any no. much sooner than that, right? Uh, no. Nope. She knew I was looking. That's right. <laughs> we'll be back. Bottom of the hour, 866. <laughs> we be big. Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Eight six six. We be big is our number. Thank you for being with us today. There's been a lot talked about today. Uh, if you're just now joining us, always remember if there's parts of the show that you don't normally get or you may have missed, you always go to the podcast channel. Subscribe to that now. You get the entire Rick and Bubba show, all five hours archived for you, and you can go back and listen to parts that you may have missed or things you want to hear again or you something you want to share with somebody. Also make a note that as of Monday, you can watch the Rick and Bubba show live on the Rick and Bubba YouTube channel. So there's no charge for that. You can subscribe. It's free. And you can have that option for you. Now, we'll still have a best of hour of the Rick and Bubba show with no commercials. That'll be uh, still a part of the Blaze TV subscription. Plus, you still get all the other great programming on Blaze TV. So I made that announcement. Also, you got the TuneIn app. You can listen to us uh, live every day streaming on the app and then get best of moments until another live show comes back. Uh, and, of course, you can always listen to America's greatest radio stations on the Rick and Bubba Radio Network. Those are all the ways to access the content found here uh, Monday through Friday every day. Uh, Buzzbox, uh, I'm sorry, ButcherBox.com. Betty's got me saying Buzzbox. ButcherBox.com slash Bubba. Uh, you go there, and, and these are delicious proteins. And I'm talking about when you go quality, quality, you compare side by side. Uh, the quality versus the price is untouchable. And that's why you can have it sent directly to your door. They offer 20 different cuts of meat to choose from. You can customize the box any way you want to with a, a variety of delivery options. You're, you're looking at about $6 a meal, and the shipping is free. And now we're taking it up another notch. If you've never subscribed to butcherbox.com slash Bubba, we love it at our house. But if you, if you want to say, I want my first box coming right now, you'll get the ultimate breakfast bundle with it. Two packs of the best-tasting bacon you've ever had two pounds of their custom breakfast sausage, plus $20 off, and then I've already mentioned free shipping. All of that, if you go to butcherbox.com slash Bubba right now or rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button. Well, if you uh, if you have, you know, this is like a movie. You know, we're in the movie. You're Bryce Har- Harper, and you left D.C. You took the giant contract to go to the Phillies. Now the Phillies return to take on uh, you know, the, the Nationals. Nationals. Just a few weeks after all this. A few weeks after all this, you come into this packed stadium where you're being booed and 
called traitor and sellout and 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 you strike out the first time up and everybody yeah <laughs> and look kind of bad doing it man it was an 85 mile an hour change up pull the string on him but then and then Bryce Harper shows why he's getting paid when he gets paid in front of now the wicked former home crowd by almost hitting for the cycle. Yes. And he went he went nuts. Yes. So where do we pick this up? Well, we can uh, we can start off with the bomb to the second deck. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, right. This happened, I believe, in the eighth inning. Um, it was uh, six to two. If I have that right, might have been five. You're right. Speedy, let me ask this: Can you show? Do you have footage of them welcoming him to begin with, or are you already queued up there? Yeah, just yeah. to set the stage of how brutal it was. Oh yeah, right. yeah. And there was posters. I mean, you know, you got signs, everything. Yeah. You, like, you got like college with, game day out there. Yeah, you with know? traitor. You know, mm-hmm. uh, the letters on the shirt out yep. in the outfield. Absolutely. Now, here's the call. Uh, lead off first. In the air to right center field. How about this for a homecoming? That is crushed into the second deck for Bryce Harper. And he gives those Phillies fans a chance to jump up and down one more time. This ball is K-I-L-T kill Thomas. <laughs> All right, now let's uh, show let, another. Let, okay, I, by the I way, I you? take back that the stadium was packed. I well, it would there be. was more it, Philly fans. Yeah, there there was a bigger crowd earlier, and the Phillies had already oh, okay. kind of got ahead of them. I think some of them pulled. Okay. Let me ask you this. When he rounded, was it third base, and he put his hand up over That's his, to the third base coach. That's, third, yeah, he's, he that's does, to that's his, his team. team. Yeah, yeah. I um, thought the same thing. I was wondering what that was. You uh, need a different perspective, Rick. Yeah, here, here's, the, here's the side perspective, Watch okay, Watch, of, of the, the bat, actual bat flip. Yeah, don't miss the bat flip. In the air to right center field. How about this for a homecoming? <laughs> that is crushed into the second deck for Bryce Harper, and he gives those Phillies fans a chance to jump up and down. So the Phillies are beating them so bad, all that's left are Philly fans. Correct. Okay. Because they're going nuts. Yeah. Boy, he ripped it, didn't he? Boy, he did. He sure did. He's off to a tearing start. He he's is. hit about 1,400 foot worth of home runs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, and he's batting over 420, 429, I think it is mm-hmm. yeah. right now. Now you It's might, early, but, I mean, he's but what a great he's return. living up to it. But what a great point. return to the crowd. And they think when you strike out the first time that this is going to be their day. Mm-hmm. And you're like, yeah. Rick, I don't uh, know if if you got another. No, clip I was just going to say this tweet here. I love this tweet. It says Bryce Harper just buried all of DC, <laughs> and and this is how he come back out to right field. So he's fired up the Philly fans. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but it looks like it, they love it. Yeah. They are it's responding. Just a type of bow. Is yes, it? Yeah, I've seen other people do that really? before. It's I call it the Olay. It's probably yeah. something. Novak from, does it. You've yeah. seen Novak yeah. do it. I don't know. It, it may be bullfighters that do yeah. that or something. I yeah. don't know where or they maybe pick it up. No, 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 drag no. race standing in between the two cars. When yeah. all yeah. go, it looks <laughs> when all else fails. It looks like Pinky Tuscadera starting the drag race or something. <laughs> you know what? You're exactly right. <laughs> That's so good. But when all else fails, it's probably from Fortnite. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you're all over that. Right. Dude, if you can't figure out why some dance somebody's doing, probably from Fortnite. <laughs> they just hit a double standard. Yeah, because I didn't know for a while. I was like, what's all I these know. weird dances people are doing? Everybody's like, it's from Fortnite. Let yeah. me ask you this. Of course, he, he's going to give all he can for his team now and well, all of that. Of course but, he is. But do, when you have someone who has been such a part of your team, he was there, what, seven years, um, 
they they obviously felt you know betrayed that he left, but you know we all know it's it's a That's business. Sports, yeah. Um, would the Washington fans, as hard as it would have been, would they have been better served to politely clap for him when he came back and not fire him up? You can see that what happened. I mean, it may not have made any difference, but obviously he was very much focused and motivated after the first at bat. I think he feeds off of it. He really does. I mean, we've seen it. Mm-hmm. He's he's guys for some reason, mm-hmm. and and it's again because for some reason in this country we can't stand when somebody works hard and gets after it and shows a little bit of excellence, and mm-hmm. he does that. Right. And he he may not go about it the way you want him to, um, but the son of a gun can play some ball, and he plays it as hard as anybody out there in the game today. And for some reason, that rubs people the wrong. You know this. When you're winning and you're doing things, people want to hate you. That's just the way it goes. So, Bubba, to answer your question, he is hated amongst most baseball fans. Right. Okay. Right, so, Except the Phillies Yes, right now. yes. They would have been better off applauding him, giving him a standing O, and Maybe making him, him feel, you know, a little sentimental. Absolutely. And maybe defusing him yes. instead of focusing him. Because this is every day for him. He feeds <laughs> off that. But let's go back to this. And we, we didn't do this story. How I about have, when you do it, though, and you deliver? Oh, my God. You, you might have done it in the kickoff hour, but I, I know we discussed it off the air. But don't, don't forget that when he – when he got out the first outing for the Phillies and didn't immediately do something, they booed him. The Philly fans. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, yeah. So so it the what these players and we've talked about this a thousand times, but it's worth mentioning again. Don't demand loyalty from someone that you also don't reciprocate. Right. You know, right. fans aren't loyal, so why should players be loyal? Yeah. I mean, fans might be loyal to a uniform, but they're not loyal to a coach and they're not loyal to a player. Look, why I, do you, why do you expect them to be loyal to you? We've all sit in stands again with somebody who's left our side, or mm. you know whatever. And I understand you. You do. You want to give them the yeah. business. You know you want to. You want to. <laughs> but let but them no, know we'll you. give them the business while they're playing for our team if they don't do what we want. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I certainly understand that. But what I'm saying is, then don't demand a player to act the way you don't act. So yeah. will the flip of the bat on that? Will that come back next time they play? I, well, and that's something we did talk about in the kickoff hour. Yeah, I something agree else I do not like is other people paying for what Bryce Harper does. It happened last week or earlier in the week with the Atlanta Braves. I guess it was last week in the, the opening series where Harper hits a home run, mm-hmm. and so then they hit the guy behind him, Hoskins. There's no sense in that. What is that accomplishing? I don't know. You I want to get what, back at Harper, get him out. I, I don't get yeah. that either. I've never understood that. Uh, well, I'm, and you know the un- our hit here. You have the I'm, unwritten. Uh, when somebody gets hit, there's somebody going to be retaliated understood. against understood. if they thought it was unfair. I, understood. I, I don't even think you should hit Bryce Harper for hitting a home run and and pimping it, as they say. But uh, you certainly don't hit the guy next guy. Well, What's I, he done? We've done this. All of us been in coaching. I tell the teams every time: if you don't like the other team to hot dog, to run the score up on you, to say things, then beat them. Yeah, beat them. That's the ultimate mm-hmm. shut up juice in it. Right. Yep. Oh, Lord. We'll be back 15 minutes to the top. We go phone trolling next. Uh, your phone calls coming in. All lines are available. Skunk Baxter takes your phone calls, and we'll line those up. You can talk about any topic we've discussed in the program today, or you can bring up your own topic. Uh, you can uh, th- we'll do 30 seconds a pop, so that'll, that'll work us through people pretty quick. So the line should move pretty fast as well. And there is a line available for you right now. Our number is 866-WE-BE-BIG. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ten minutes to the top of the hour. It's phone troll time. You hear the music. That means all the lines have been made available to you at the Broadcast Plaza 
and teleport, we go 10 lines strong. That gives you more opportunity to get in, and now we're doing 30 seconds of pop. 10 to 30 seconds. The buzzer sounds, which means we're moving the line pretty quickly in front of you. Also, uh, Helmsley's got a timeout, so does Bubba, but there's, so there's two calls that could be expanded on if Bubba or Helmsley deem that necessary. So we'll start in Douglas, Georgia. Ray standing by, and if you want to call right now, you will get in. Trolling, trolling, trolling. Keep them phones to trolling. Here we come, phone trolling, phone trolling. All right, Ray, go right ahead. 30 seconds. Okay, that kind of Braves fan, and I was watching the game when the Braves pitcher hit Reese Hoskins. If you saw how bad his control was, the fact he hit him proves he wasn't throwing at him. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was. I of course, was, he was ejected. I was talking good, about. Though. I was. I was watching a little bit of Braves Phillies, and I saw that Harper was about to bat. And uh, when that young pitcher got up there and faced him, and they were like, "Well, we'll see how the young pitcher handles facing baseball's best baseball player." And the first pitch, <laughs> the guy nearly threw it in the stands. <laughs> I mean, just cold, sober. The guy goes, now that answers that question. <laughs> it was almost like a Bob Euchre moment. Yeah, yeah. We continue. Uh, let's go to Jason out of Jackson, Alabama, listening to 94.5. Jason, go ahead. 30 seconds. Hey, guys. Uh, I, I was wanting uh, to hear Bubba say Bryce Harper in, Bryce Harper in uh, the Japanese monk voice. Japanese monk voice? Japanese monk. Yeah. I mean, I remember we've the done one, we've done me like grasshopper. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. I got, okay. I got <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Now, I got now I'm there. Now we're home. <laughs> got it. Golly, I have to think about that for a minute because it will sound just like grasshopper. It was. By the way. That's what he's looking for. I think. Oh, bice hoppa. There you go. Let's go to Steve in Alabama. Steve, go ahead. Thirty seconds. Grab How about it? Hey, good morning, guys. What's up? Hey, hey, we're good. Hey, just want to know what your thoughts were on the AAF closing down, being suspended for the rest of the year. Well, we, t- we talked about that early on in the show. You may have missed it, so you can go back and catch that on the podcast. But, you know, uh, when this idea was first floated, there had never been a successful spring football professional league ever. Uh, I don't know why we thought this one would be successful, but the weirdest mm. part was allowing, you know, the guy who's now shut it down – to come in with a $250 million investment, giving him control of the board, if, if you really had a plan together, you think you wouldn't be going to that desperate move on week two. I mean, that doesn't make any sense to me at all. But no, a spring professional football league shut down, I'm not surprised by that at all. You know why? <laughs> it's happened every time! What, what is our record on that now? Is it 6-0? and Oh, no, I think it's six. worse than it's that. Worse than that. Yeah. It's like 0-8. Yeah, I think. I think it is. If you start putting some of the little hybrids in there. <laughs> Brad and Gadsden, oh, Z93, 30 seconds. Go ahead. Hey, man, I, I'm not for abortion in the, in the, in the common sense that it's mm-hmm. used, mm-hmm. but if one of my daughters were raped, I'd have a hard time with her uh, toting that child to full term and giving birth to that child against her will. Yeah, I understand that. But you go back to the ultimate question that we have to ask ourselves. Do we have the right to take the life of another human being? Because I can tell you one of the finest evangelists that the church has, it it would be in our our Hall of Fame, is James Robinson. And James Robinson was the result of his mother being raped, and his father decided he would raise the child at his own because he didn't think it was his role to blame the child for something another human being had done. Uh, and he became, no telling how many people came to Christ because of that rape. 
So I think you got to be real careful with that. I certainly understand how difficult it would be, and yeah. I probably would be a person that would have my daughter give the child up for adoption if she did not want to raise it. Um, you know, and I certainly understand there's other – see, there's other options. You don't have to raise that child, and if you don't think you're capable or you just can't stomach raising the child because of the, the way the child was conceived. Uh, but when you start dealing with taking – deciding whose life gets to make it and who doesn't, uh, based on what you thought, if that had been your daughter, we'd have never had James Robinson. Yeah, and, and percentage-wise, I think that's a tiny, tiny, tiny percentage of what we're talking about in there. Right, and I know the bill that, that Alabama has right now, it doesn't it does allow for if the woman, if the mother's life is in danger, right, that right. that that has that right that is not being taken away from that right. her in the decision. And Bub and I've said all along, if you want to save ninety nine percent of unborn babies, I'll 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 say that if the mother's life's in danger, that she has access to abortion. If her and her doctor and her husband. Uh, or the father of the child want to do, and then you would get down to getting rid of 99% of all abortions. Right. Because this yeah. thing they always bring up about the mother's life in danger, or in this case, rape, the percentage of that being the, re- the reason there is a pregnancy is so low. Yep. Uh, that it is, so we, we're talking about something like that happens all the time. Like that's the big dilemma we're all facing. It really isn't. But I'm telling you, when you get down to rape, that's a different animal, and I just gave the example of one. Yeah, you're right. And I'm not saying it's easy. Don't misunderstand yeah. me. Yeah. <clears throat> but, but you know, a lot of times when you do great things, it's because you were willing to do something that wasn't easy. But, but if we solve the problem for 99%, 98%, we can work on that other thing. Absolutely. We can figure that yeah. out. Uh, we continue, 866-WE-BE-BIG. Uh, let's go to um, uh, let's go to uh, Danny. Danny, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. Go Danny. ahead, 30 seconds. How about it? How you doing, guys? Good. We're great. Listen, on the abortion issue, our associate pastor, which has been a pastor for 50, over 50 years, uh, his mother was told that if she carried a child to full term, she would die. She, in fact, died knowing that he was going to be, that he would live in, and uh, now he's been a pastor for over 50 years. Wow. Yeah, you know, you think about Tim Tebow's mom was told the same thing. Uh, of course, now they both lived, but she, she was told the same risk was there. Uh, we continue, 866-WE-BE-BIG. Uh, let's go to um, Amanda in Alabama. Amanda, go ahead, 30 seconds. Hey, Rick. I just want to tell you thank you for addressing the abortion issue. And I work for a nonprofit called Life on Wheels. We do uh, ultrasounds in front of the abortion clinic in Montgomery, Alabama, offering compassion services. But one thing I wanted to note is that women that have had abortions suffer more than the public realizes. Oh, yeah. And we see that every day on the unit with the stories we hear. We hear about depression, self-hate, all kinds of... Yeah, well, yeah, and we, we've talked about that before. That part has always been hidden, which I've never understood the pro-choice movement because if you want to know the truth about something, what we said, you just watch what people do. I've never understood if they're truly pro-choice, why they want people to make uninformed choices. I've never understood that. That makes me think there's something more there. You should let you should say now. Look, this is some things you're gonna to have to face if you do this. Here's what the baby looks like. Here's what's going on. We're gonna give you all the information, but they withhold information and they suppress information, and that 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 should tell us something. Uh, let's go to um, let's go to Tony and Alex City. Tony, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead. Hey guys. Hey, I got a solution for uh, Betty's dilemma about going to Iron City. Uh, why don't you get on Match.com and find those two guys that were arguing about Bubba dying when he had shit? 
I bet uh, that's Tiger. That's yeah, funny. One of those Tiger. Betty did not hear that segment, but I did tell her about it. Yeah. Uh, anonymous caller out of Tuscaloosa. Go right ahead. Thirty seconds. Um, yes, I am someone who struggles with infertility mm-hmm. and been struggling with it for almost five years now. And my husband and I desperately want children. Mm-hmm. And it just breaks my heart to know that people are throwing away life when we are so desperate for it. Yeah. And, you know, and, and let's all join her in, in prayer because we know how what a struggle that can be. And at some point, y'all pray about whether adoption is an option for you guys, but you're right. Look, if you don't want to raise the child, I certainly understand tough situations. But, but give give the, give that child its best shot. There's plenty of people like this couple that'd love to have that shot. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. <laughs> Conservative, heterosexual, gun-toting, football-loving, evangelical Christian white men. In other words, the two most dangerous men in America, Rick and Bubba. You know, sometimes I don't know why, but this old town just seems so hopeless. Six minutes past the hour from the broadcast plaza and teleport another hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Speedy. Townsy here. The real Greg Burgess on vacation. He's back tomorrow. Eddie Van Adler's got Blaze TV. Drewby Dooby Doo. Rick and Bubba intern working on that. Skunk Baxter's on the phones at 866-WE-BE-BIG. All earning their degree in common sense from Rick and Bubba University, which has now become a superpower. Welcome back for another hour. Bill Bubba Bussy. Glad to be here, Rick, and thank all of you for being part of the Rick and Bubba family. Tom Petty and others in celebrity news today. Well, we're big rock singers. We, we got, got golden fingers. fingers. And we're loved everywhere we go. That's right. Like us. We sing about beauty and we sing about truth at $10,000 a show. Right. We take all kind of bills and give us all kind of thrills, but the thrill we've never known. It's a thrill that'll get you when you get your picture on the cover of the Rolling Stone. Rolling Stone. Wanna see my picture on the cover? Stone. Wanna buy five copies for my mother? Yeah. I wanna see my smiley face on the cover of the Rolling Stone. Bubba, as I said, we'll start with Tom Petty. Now, Tom Petty, by by celebrity rock star standards. Uh, only has been married twice, and he was married to his first wife for a very long time. Yeah, that's uh, very rare. As, as a matter of fact, uh, folks were surprised when they did divorce uh, because they'd been married for so long. They how, ha- how long were they married? You, you know, know, I was looking to see if that's in there. I don't no, know. Her name was Jane Benio. Yeah. Is that right? Ben- Beno or something. B-E-N-Y-O. Benio. Wouldn't it have been Jane that? Petty? <laughs> uh, but, but anyway, uh, I don't know. But now keep in mind, I'm talking about rock star. You're right. Yeah, we're, it's a different scale. We have yeah, a couple that's yeah. been married 82 years today. He, he was nowhere near that. No, okay. no. But, I mean, no. in rock star world, if you keep a wife as long as he did, it, it's usually rare. Uh, so, uh, so anyway. Was it Banyo that y'all were discussing? Uh-huh. All right, they, uh, they married in 74 and divorced in 96. See, that's a pretty good run. So that, that's, that's a pretty good run. So that's uh, 20... Uh, two, two. What did you say, four and six? Uh, <laughs> 96, 74 to 96. Oh, 
Yeah, 22. 22, guys. 22. It's not that hard. <laughs> I was making it harder than it was. I don't like when people throw numbers at me, me. On, on the floor. You scared me. But if I'm you're like, a rock a star and you've been married to the same woman as a rock star 22 years. Rick, that's two and a half lifetimes. But so they, they, they have two daughters. Mm-hmm. Well, Tom, in his later years, remarried. And that's, here we go, when the rock star dies. And that was uh, Dana York Petty. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the thing. She's having problems. Who would have thought? With the two daughters from uh, from Tom's first and twenty two year marriage. Can you give me the names? Of uh, I cannot. Uh, one's Adria. I got that. Now that other one, Anna Kim. I think. Aren't you, you we know making what? it too? You know too what? Here we go. We're making numbers too hard. Making names too hard. <laughs> so Adria and Anna Kim Petty, the 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 the, the wife of Tom Petty at his death, says they're making con- uh, managing this estate impossible. Now the wife is saying who was left in control that yeah. the daughters are making it impossible. He said, "She said, right. look, here's what Tom did, and it would make sense. They're, the daughters have a say in what's going on, and, they, and of course, in Tom's probably, you know, Tom did was known to twist one. So it's possible that Tom was high when he thought that these three women could work together on his estate if he died. But he set it up to where they're all three supposed to work together, and guess what? That that that's not happening." And the the wife of Tom Petty at his death, Dana York Petty, says the daughters are all over the road. They complain about everything. Uh, And she said, like, for instance, they approve a picture that was supposed to be used for a park that was going to be named after Tom Petty to honor him, then got mad about the picture when it was put up. Says, you know, they'll agree to things, then they'll get mad about it, then they'll go one way, then they'll go another way. She says they're, they're trying to keep her from releasing some unreleased Tom Petty stuff from his album Wildflowers, she said it could be worth millions in royalties. It's going to be a 25th anniversary reissue, and it's going to, they're going to include this unreleased stuff, which but, you see other artists do. But the daughters are saying they don't want the stuff released. They're standing in the way of that. Uh, they also, she says that she has uh, included an email uh, that Adria sent to two surviving heartbreakers, so that means two of the guys in the bands that didn't say which ones it is, that she allegedly wrote, why don't I have the temperament for for uh, for is having my entire life being raped, being disparaged, my dad being disgraced, and being surrounded by selfish, unreliable people and drug addicts. Now, I don't I don't know what she means there. I guess she's saying, you know, I don't know that I have the temperament to handle this size of an estate. So you see where the 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 wife would say, see, she's saying herself she can't handle this. Mm-hmm. This is more than she can handle. Which let's not be honest. If you had to handle the estate of someone as successful. As Tom Petty, it's probably a lot to deal with. Well, just but, look at this album they're going to put out. I mean, it, it could be worth millions in royalties. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like I say, you're dealing with things that tributes and signs and, you know, how you how you manage this for history. So it would be a it would be a big task to do, I would think. Yeah, and she mentions the thing about Adrian in the, in the picture that I just told you about or the image that was used for the park because this is where the, the wife of Tom Petty at his death says, I'll work with the daughters, but they're they're unworkable because we'll agree on something, then they'll take it back. Uh, then they'll stand in the way of something and then not explain why they're in the way of it. And so what she's asking a judge to do is say, take us out, we can't do this, and give us someone to who will run the estate on our behalf, that's what she's wanting, and uh, saying that really we're, we're we're not. It's not working the way it's been set up. Rick, she she wants a uh, a day to day manager for the estate and asked the daughters to calm down. 
Yeah. Right. Like they want, they, you know what they want? This, this really goes back. They want the person to walk in the room and say, hi, everybody up. Now, here's what we're going to do. Everybody calm down. Uh, I, I'm going to look at the legal standings on all these things, and we're going to work our way through it. I'm going to get your feedback, but ultimately if we get to a point – I don't know that a court can do that because that's what – Tom Petty didn't set it up that way. Can a court come in and say, well, I know Tom Petty set up that his wife at his death and his two daughters from his first marriage are supposed to all work together, and that's his wish. Y'all got to work it out. Or do they go, well, he didn't see that y'all couldn't pull this off, so now you, – you, you tell you what, I think – I don't know. The, the legal minds, y'all need to help here. In my mind, surely they can't all three be equal. No, 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 no. Yeah. So no. what I'm saying is, does does the wife have a little more standing than the daughters, and she can make the call, like give permission? It sounds like she's fifty one percent, and the daughters are whatever's left divided right. up. Right. So it's kind of like the AAF. You know, fifty one percent can decide, and everybody else gets to ride along. Yeah, Bubba. The problem we have here once again is another rock star has died with a huge estate, and everybody's fighting. Mm. I mean, it's they did. Thank the Lord we got him buried. Yeah, I started because, saying. Yeah. I mean, we've been through. Was these he buried things. or cremated? Do you know? I, I mean, at I, least they got that done, and they didn't. Yeah. You know, like they did some of these other people. Or poor Casey Kasem. Right. My gosh, did they ever bury him? Well, they, they, I or think is that, he's still somewhere else. Well, the only problem is somebody like Tom Petty with many chemicals and alcohol in his blood. You you uh, decide to cremate him, he may burn for three days. Right, <laughs> right. Sure. The uh, so. So we don't know, but anyway, uh, Bubba Lori Laughlin, have you have you let? Oh goodness! Well, you should you should have asked Betty. I should ask Betty about that when I was on here. If I, you know what, I thought she might have really give you a speech. I thought Lori Laughlin was appearing at Iron City. I was confused a little (laughs) bit by that, but but the um, they're saying that even though Lori uh, Lori Laughlin is in trouble about the college stuff, she's got a daughter that's saying you've ruined my life. uh, That that she was seen gripping and grinning and smiling for fans. Uh, after uh, landing with her husband in Boston, uh, and it says uh, that this the, the court hearing is starting. That's why they're there about uh, her college bribery scandal. Says she was smiling and shaking hands with fans going in. Was Betty, well, she's got fans everywhere, Rick. Was was Betty there? <laughs> no, but she was there in spirit. I'm sure. Right. Betty still thinks she's we, innocent. Well. You know, or she not, just wants you, her to be. You're not going to convince her that Lori Laughlin needs to be locked up. I mean, that just ain't right. going to happen. Right? She thinks she's just being treated unfairly. Well, she thinks it's just a or whatever silly. she did, leave her alone. Little silly. Is that thinks. what it is? Whatever she did, leave her alone. <laughs> she, whatever she did, leave her alone. <laughs> free Lori. <laughs> free Lori. <laughs> All right, we'll free, be back. Free. Eight six six. We be big is the number. More of the Rick and Bubba show coming up. We'll continue to go through the things that we haven't covered. Did you see so this far. diet this lady was on? Which one? The fruit diet that she was on for three weeks. I haven't known. We'll talk about that. We'll come back. Hang in there. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Twenty-one minutes now past the hour. You got the Rick and Bubba show. Thank you for being with us today. So we were a little finish up celebrity news, then we'll get to this thing about what Bubba was talking about. These fad diets that are out there. You got to watch these fad diets. And I'm telling you, bottom line is all food groups need to be included. Just a little thing called uh, you know, moderation might help. Uh, how about uh, country star Jake Owen uh, was confirming that uh, that Phil Mickelson. Uh, told him to uh, um, buzz off. To buzz off, uh, and uh, much cruder than that. Uh, it, it involves something that, honestly, I, I believe would be uh, anatomically impossible. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but he, he was um, he 
told uh, – well, it's not good. Uh, but anyway, so here's what's funny is that Jake Owen, the country star, uh, is confirming this as well and said he had too much to drink. And really what Phil Mickelson said to him, he kind of deserved – and he kind of respects him for That's it. what I'm taking from the yeah, audio. Now maybe we're wrong on that, yeah. but mm-hmm. he, here's what he said happened. And he said, I, I'd had a few drinks. And they're at some wedding or something? Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah. Um, Spieth. Jordan Spieth's wedding. Jordan Spieth's wedding. And Do they we were that? at the wedding. And, and, and they, yeah, and I got, I got this for you. Uh, that He was on a show, and he was, he was talking about what happened and what took place, what he said to Phil, and how Phil responded. Is it, does it bleep out what Phil said? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's full of bleeps. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, yeah. so this is yeah, Jake Owen Bleep City. talking about what happened because he had a few too many drinks and, and tried yeah. to try to smart off to Phil Mickelson at somebody's wedding. Right. Okay. Mm, yeah. I did give Phil Mickelson a lot of shit, though at Jordan Spieth's wedding. Jordan got married in November, and Phil was there, and it was the day after he played Tiger. I had a few cocktails, and uh, <laughs> I saw him across the room, and I was like. I gotta go tell this guy what I think. So I walked over oh. to him. I was like, "Hey, Phil, you owe me twenty nine ninety nine. I was like, "For wasting four hours <laughs> oh, of my life man. with the <laughs> golf I've ever seen." You guys hyped this whole thing up about this big match. You guys couldn't even make three birdies between the two of you. I want my twenty nine ninety nine back and apologize to me for some <laughs> golf. And he pulls out a wad out of his out of his thing and he grabs a hundred. He's like, "Yeah, I won ninety thousand of these yesterday. Take a hundred and go." <laughs> 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 and apparently, Phil, I think in the bottom of the story you have, he confirmed this did yeah. happen. Mickelson <laughs> called the encounter a true story in response on Twitter. <laughs> His payout for the match, $9 million. And uh, he, he, he told Jake, oh, and here's 100 I made 90000 of these yesterday. <laughs> Go blank wow. yourself. Wow. Run along, Jakey. Uh, That's uh Wow. Well, that? I mean, there it is. That's so, a great story. It is. And I know there's a lot of cussing involved, but I love that story. Well, yeah, it's. I mean, certainly, it's. It's. Uh, you understand both both sides of that. Yes. You know, and I knew I, Phil was throwing out hundreds. I'd go say something to him. Well, of course you would. You yeah. run and say, "Well, he's giving out hundred. Hey, man, me too. I can't believe it. And if you got ninety thousand, I'm sure you got another for me. Hitting from the wrong side. Uh, all right, so. We, Bubba, you said you, you could have dogged his golf and his arthritis commercial. Yes. Yeah, yeah. All right, so um, I don't have man. I'm sorry. So, <laughs> all right, so Bubba, then you said here's another example of why fad diets like only eat one thing all the time or drink these. Be careful of these. Rick, uh, a woman in her 40s has been taken to a hospital in Israel with brain damage oh, after no. being put on a strict juice diet. The woman who was not identified had been on the diet for three weeks after visiting an alternative therapist in Tel Aviv. As part of her diet, she was only allowed to consume fruit juice and water, mm. which caused an imbalance of salt in her brain. Hello. Now they say mm. that she may have brain damage and it may be permanent. Wow. Uh-oh. Y'all, you Salt can't. in her brain. Yeah. How about that? How's well, that happen? Look, again, I'm certainly no nutritionist and everybody can say amen to that, but it just seems back to having the superpower of common sense again. That if you're going to sit there and drink fruit juices all the time, and that's going to be your deal for three years, it, it probably. And the lady lost weight. They weeks, said I mean, that her weight had had plummeted well, down below was... ninety pounds. Um, they say in Israel, there's no qualifications uh, or requirements for someone who calls himself a therapist and starts giving out health advice. While the woman's exact condition is not listed, she was likely suffering from. Oh, Rick, I don't want to 
take on that one. Uh, please do. It's, please give it a shot. It, it has a You're going technical, to Final Four. It has a technical name. It is also known as water intoxication. Mm. The condition is caused by low levels of sodium in the blood and commonly occurs in people who drink a lot of water while recovering from stomach upsets without replacing electrolytes. Mm. Got to have those electrolytes. A, you gotta tell it's a British story. It's the stomach and upsets are reversed the way yeah. we would say. Yeah, there you go. Uh, however, extreme detox diet have, diets have also been known to cause this condition, uh, which can result in seizures and heart problems. You can't just eat one or drink one thing. No. We're just not built that way. No. You know? Come no. on. All right, and we also said we had the couple that had been married 82 years. Mm-hmm. Oh, isn't that a great story? Rick, this couple, they had been married uh, well, all this past weekend. They celebrated their birthday. One of them turned 103, mm-hmm. the other one turned 100, and they celebrated 82 years of marriage. Can you believe that? Oh, yeah. And let me give you their names here. Hold on just a second. Um, I didn't say right and, they, and they had their, they had their, their key to marriage. Yeah, uh, the, their names. It's a North Carolina couple. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, it's D.W. Williams, 103, Willie Williams, 100. Um, and Rick, the secret they say to all of this longevity is just to be nice to each other. Yeah. Well, I don't know who they're married to. <laughs> I mean, being nice to everybody all the time—that's hard. Especially when you well, live, I think well, you're saying you be nice to one another, not everybody. Well, I'm yeah, talking about yeah. being nice to one another when you live together all the time. It's hard. That is. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Well, you, it takes effort. I, I had a slip up effort. yesterday. Matter of yeah. fact. Yeah. I mean, I know that we need to be nice. Were you not being nice? No. Uh-uh. Hothead hams wasn't nice. Not at all. Did you have a little rumpage on your shoulder? Yep. Mm. Well, well what was it from? Listen to you guys, we don't need to get into this. Was it from I was, you? I was well, you brought up. it up. I know. Well, you that didn't tell me this in your Marco Was it your brother's podcast? You listened to that and it got you ill? <laughs> what is he doing? What is that? <laughs> so funny. No, no, he's doing good. He's doing good. No, I just slipped oh. up. I let, I let. I uh, mean, Jay's become a financial genius, hasn't he? Some, yeah, he's doing well. Mm-hmm. I let some kid stuff and some decisions that were made yesterday. Uh, I took a I took a bad turn. We'll leave it at that. Okay, understood. Just I'm just saying. Please, let's leave. I'm it just at saying. That. If, so plus, I, I had a mouse to deal with, yeah. and I, mm-hmm. I I talked about that in the kickoff. Well, hour. what I wanted to ask is, it. are they saying be nice to each other in general over the 82 years? They certainly weren't nice to each other every single day of every single right. every well, single minute of every I, single I day. I think they're just saying it's an attitude. You just be nice to somebody. Yeah. You're always choose joy, issues. Rick. Choose I joy. I do. Choose I'm, joy I'm, and no, peace. I'm not saying over strife. Yeah, choose it, Rick. Choose it. You got You got to go a long way to get me upset. I know that. Speedy just choked. I had had cotton coffee in my mouth. As soon as you said that. Yeah, I don't look for disagreements. They just seem to find me. I know. (laughs) But where you are now, it's unbelievable. Oh, Oh, it is. Just in my 10 years here, it's unbelievable. The maturity is unbelievable. Y'all talking about old Rick. Old Rick wouldn't have put up with that. Yeah, that's the devil wants to talk about old Rick. That's right. That's why. I look around sometimes when I hear things coming out of your mouth, and I'm like, is it? Well, you get older until you realize there's so few hills to die on. So few. There just ain't that many of them. You know what I mean? Think about the things you used to worry about. Why are you worried about that? That's the hill you're going to die on? Where are we going to eat? Come on. Okay, now you're making me feel bad about yesterday, so right. stop. Well, you're younger. You're, I know. Yeah, it doesn't make it right. No, it doesn't make it right. <laughs> but you can be wiser when you're younger if you're open to it. Yeah, but that young and, learn. young and being open to wisdom sometimes don't go good. <laughs> you know That's why you want to be open to wisdom. <laughs> right, that's right. We'll be Rick back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. 
Brow, Semper Fi, Do or Die, Hold Them High at Eighth and I, Gunner Sergeant R. Lee Ermy here. Hey, you had best be listening to Rick and Bubba. Don't make me have to come over to your house, knock your door down, and drop you down for push-ups. Just get that knob adjusted right now, sweetheart. 35 minutes past the hour. You got the Rick and Bubba Show. Phone calls coming in at 866-WE-BE-BIG. We'll talk to you shortly. Well, I mean, what if you rolled up on the car lot and I was out there selling and uh, you said, hey, I kind of like this this right here. I said, well, I'll tell you what, take that car, drive it for, I don't know, you can drive it up to 100 days. Take it out for 100 days and then let me know if you want it or not. You'd be like, man, I'm all over that. Uh, can you imagine any product allowing you to, to try it for 100 days before you decide if you want it or not? Well, it's actually reality, not with automobiles, but definitely with uh, the greatest mattress you've ever slept on. Uh, Casper offers that opportunity to you, me, anyone else who would like to try one of their outstanding mattresses. Combine four layers of pressure-relieving foams for all-night comfort. It's softer under the shoulders. It's firmer under the hips for healthy alignment, extra support. Plus, breathable foams are designed to keep you cool all night. They've got everything uh, your whole family needs for a guaranteed great night's sleep. And as a fan of this show, uh, you get free shipping and free returns and you can try your Casper in your own home for 100 nights risk-free. Go to Casper.com, use the code Bubba for $100 toward the purchase of select mattresses. That's Casper.com, the code's Bubba, and that's $100 toward selected mattresses. Also, you'll find a link at RickandBubba.com under the Sponsors button. If you're not sleeping on a Casper mattress, you could have slept better last night. All right, I was trying to figure out how this happened. We've got a Lithuanian man. Think about this. Uh, uh, an airplane that normally can hold 188 people, you're the only person on a 737-800. The only person on the uh, on the entire flight. How, really? How does that happen? You might you might wonder how that would happen. Uh, they said, sadly, it still didn't leave on time. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, huh. So it, it, here's what happened. So there was a travel agency, and uh, a, a, a family chartered the plane to fly a group home from Italy. So they said, well, one, one part of this trip, we're not going to have anybody on it. Because we got to get the plane to where they are, right. yeah. so they sold one-way tickets to try to see if they could keep the plane from being empty, and only one was bought. Mm. And it was this so guy. this one guy got How to fly on this giant plane with two crew members and five flight attendants. Correct. Wow. And he and took he, a, took a picture of himself. Look, he's the only one on the plane. Funny. Is that the, not the, hilarious? That, that would never happen to me. Nah. No, no. If it holds 188, I'm on the flight that they booked 220 on. <laughs> yeah. I mean, no way. Bubba, they said they let him live like a like a king. He got two packs of pretzels. <laughs> <laughs> you have to live, live like a king. Huh. All right, so also, and I've had some people emailing me about this, and Bubba, I, I know that you have compassion. Uh, it's definitely when we get here. Uh, <laughs> I refer to him sometimes as, in your world, the Jimmy Carter of managers, and that's uh, Bobby Cox. Um, the Atlanta Braves manager, no, Bob, I Bobby. I love Bobby Cox. Well, you, would be, you, you thought he did well, well, he should have won more. Time. Not, I thought they should have won more. It's not the time, and to go, I'm not too sure Bobby Cox wouldn't tell you that. Well, this is not the time to do it because he's had a stroke. Yeah, I know. I saw that. Right. That's sad. It, I, not it, like you. We met him. We had him. You know, we did a show at great, Braves. Camp. Had a great time with him. He let me go throw on the mound. He's right. a friend of mine. Well, that did that did happen. It did. Uh, and I, our I was an eyewitness. Our experience <laughs> with Coach Bobby Cox was nothing but positive. But uh, but anyway, so he uh, and rocking Leo Mazzoni. Yep. We got that. So he's he's actually had a stroke and is in the hospital. So their family mm. asking for prayers. Boy, those were great days. If you were a Braves fan, you grew up watching the Braves like we did when they were terrible. 
when we were little, and then when they finally got good, you know, they had that one little brief time where we thought they were getting good, and then that was fake, and then you know, then then they actually got good for that long run with had all that great pitching when Bobby Cox was there. Speaking of the Braves, if you don't mind, I uh, see where Chipper Jones is going to be the fourth coach for the 2019 seasons uh, season for. Uh, the D Braves, I, I guess that's the uh, Danville Braves. And um, Acuna, remember Ronald Acuna? Big, big I contract. See, I see where he got paid, $100 yeah. million dollars, uh, that'll get him through 2028, I think. Speedy and I talked about this earlier. I think they're setting up Chipper to be the man one day. Yeah, I think yeah. he's going to be the Braves manager at some point. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll give it less than 10 years. Yeah. He will be the Braves manager. Here he comes. Is Sheerholt still in the management there, or is he gone to? I don't so. know. I don't think he is. Mm-hmm. Well, they had quite a team when he was there and Bobby Cox, and they had, you know, what, four Hall of Fame pitchers mm-hmm. in the starting rotation. Oh, my gosh. Right. But, as we said, Bobby Cox relied on pitching and long balls to win ball games, and that's fine. But in the playoffs, those home runs are a little harder to find when you get up against mm-hmm. the best of the best. Here he goes. Yep. Well, Rick, we all think they should have won more. Everybody does. He's just we'll – But, keep, but if, they if were keep, so If I'll keep dominating. this mic open for just another minute. They were, we're so dominating. It was so here, much fun here, to watch. Here we come. That's all. That's here all we I'm go. just saying. Right. Let's it, talk about Sid Bream rounding third. There, there's there's going to be a moment where Bubba is going to say, would it, would it kill you to, to bunt and move a runner one time? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Maybe well, hit, I'm maybe, just saying maybe there, hit and run here and there. There's other managers that uh, <laughs> here we go that did that and, and won a few more championships. Here so. we go. Look, he had he he played his kind of game and and won a lot he, of ball games. It won a mm-hmm. ton of them. And mm-hmm. you know, I've never been asked to manage a major league team. No, you so have we'll not. Have to defer to Bobby Cox. But that. you're a fine high school tennis coach. <laughs> well, that's up for debate too. Uh, not like, really. Depending on who you talk. Yeah, to. The results are in. Going to the final four. Enough said. Right. Oh man. The um, <laughs> growing a beard for some I, reason. This, yeah. What? 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 what, what I've seen you every now and then. Every now and then, Bubba, you'll you'll you'll, you'll test that. Undoubtedly, there's a there, undoubtedly there's a bridge on to get to the beard that you just can't quite cross. Because there's been a couple times this year I've seen you shave uh-huh. like you've done today, right. like right. you're setting us up for a beard, and then it never happens. I think I know before you answer. Is it because if you, if you shave, if you shave, you think Auburn's going to lose? <laughs> is that it? What I'm with uh-huh. Rick. What is the threshold where you have to shave? Because he's done this. Are, the, are you I'm there? Right, like, because what I've looked this year, I've seen this <laughs> more than once. Y'all are so funny. The things you lock in. Are. Right. And I think to myself, <laughs> oh, I'm fresh shave. And I think to myself, <laughs> I think to myself, okay, so he's finally going to do it. Yeah. This is the this is the year he dresses as Santa. And then and then. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 hey, let me tell you something. You'd be a smoking oh, scene. Are you kidding me? You would be. Huh? Man, you'd be a good one. Oh, yeah, down at the marina? I just don't see that. <laughs> right, going to pontoon with Santa? <laughs> yeah. Hey. Santa and Pearl. Be a Pearl could be an elf. Who's, who's cranked you up over there? Oh, I just got his buzz box. Well, <laughs> you know what happens. You know how it works every time you got a team. And you tell people. I, matter of fact, I've said this a lot this year uh, in a coaching situation. Please play within yourself. And uh, and what's happens? Greg's not here, and his little you know, his little group over here. Good time. <laughs> Somebody says we got to fill the Greg slot. No, no. <laughs> I just get the side view, so I see the line that he shaved. No, and he's got a beard, and I'm like, okay, it's not it's not a bad look. I'm not dogging it. I just want to know what it's new. It, it is yeah. new. It's not new. I've well, seen, I've seen it, it, it before this year. Happens. I've seen it before this year. I don't think I'm a beard guy. 
right. to start mm-hmm. with. All right, so we used to have an answer to our question. What well, is the threshold? I, I really haven't had a chance. I to. know you haven't. In <laughs> fairness to you, you have not. Right, right. It's like Greg Issing. Uh, <laughs> so you got that chin line. It, it's really, it, it's really a longer explanation than y'all want or care for. And oh, really, it's not trice. that interesting. Oh, this is awesome now. Trice. So let us be the judge of this. <laughs> so. Um, I have an electric razor, and I've never had one I really like, but I have yeah, one now, and it really works good. Yeah. And I like the way it makes your skin feel and all that. Mm. But <laughs> if if there's a place that it doesn't work real good, it's usually on your neck down here, and I can't stand to have stubble that catches on your collar. Mm. You know, when you because it hurts. You're like, oh my, what is that? So a lot of times, I will. In you know, I got this from Speedy. I shave in the shower. Oh yeah, I do too. A lot of times. So I'll use the beard, I mean the 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 razor to do your neck, and then when I get out, I will usually use okay. the electric razor on the rest of my face, which I know is complicating the process, and I understand. It really that. is. Yeah, I mean, you just go ahead and um, you're in the shower, get it done. See, one, but, two, three, four, <laughs> five, five strokes of cheat aside, and you're done. Um, it's uh, and and I was going to shave this morning when I got here with my favorite electric razor, and I went to my backpack, and it wasn't in the spot it's supposed well, to. Well, can oh. I tell you something? You already know this because okay. because yeah. obviously you 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 as you said you have these various plans. Yeah, you know with electric razor that's about to get to where it's going to hurt like a mug to use it because it's going to start yeah. pulling. Yeah, it's going to be too long. Well, I point. use the clipper part of it to Understood. to knock it back down, and then then you to knock it out. <laughs> yep, to knock it out and then lock it out. <laughs> right. right. Well, so okay. it, and you know and that's why I've it, seen it a few as a times. Guy, we we always play with facial hair anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, you, even if you're going to shave, you'll start out and you turn it into a Fu Manchu. Oh yeah, and then you then you go goatee, right? And then you go mustache, and then you do away with all of it. Oh. Or you could stop at any level yeah. along yeah. that and go, yeah. oh well, today I'm doing mustache. Oh, today I'm doing Fu Manchu. I really <laughs> like that explanation because that's why I see it every now and then. But you're never yeah. leading to a beard with it. It just means no, that, that I one. I don't think so, especially with it getting warm. That's not, uh, you know, I don't. Mm. I got to tell you, you could be Santa. Yeah. And Why don't I you mean, do that? And I mean, bring it. Do and it. I, and I know some guys that, that have your similar look, <laughs> and they do real well with it. Mm-hmm. I mean, they make substantial extra jack. Yeah. Huh? I mean, oh, that's and funny. there's no one more. There's no one more jolly. Well, thank you. Thank you for uh, noticing that. I appreciate it. With lot, everything else you've noticed. Let, how about this? Let me get you one of those old-timey pops. <laughs> am, I, am I old world Santa or new Santa? You're going to be the, right in between. We're going to have some glasses on your nose. Right, right. I mean, we got to have those. Yeah. We got them already. Yeah. They're there now. Well, I'm going to get you something a little bit smaller, a little more Santa-looking. No. On that note, by the way, I've got new glasses coming. I'm supposed to pick them up today. We'll be Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. minutes to the top of the hour the rick and bubba show we're back 866 we be big is our number we're thankful that you are here today and that's the phone troll music so skunk baxter is ready to take your phone calls and we will go to calls this segment so know that your opportunity is there and there are lines available if you dial us up right now while you're lining up and getting ready to talk about whatever's on your mind today, let's say hello to the golden ticket seats today. Patrick Kane is in the house. Patrick, uh, hey, look at me. I'm on the front row. Larissa Mooborn is here as well. There she is on the front row. Jennifer and Mark McKay here today. Sally, Libby, Logan, Shackleford's. Where are they? Happy birthday to Libby and to Logan. 
uh, joining us today. Jonathan Brown is here in the golden ticket seats. Jason Dunaway here. Tammy Rigsby. Another birthday for Lee Smith. Happy birthday, Lee. Uh, Jeff Shackelford uh, is here as well. I don't know why they didn't list him in the original Shackleford. Uh, but anyway, uh, Kevin Walga, uh, Walkup, we told you here from Papa Murphy's today, and also Jackie Lambert, awful, also from Papa Murphy's, they gave us all delicious pizza today, and everybody in the golden ticket seats today gets a free large pizza from the Papa Murphy's location nearest them. Go to papamurphys.com to find the one nearest you, and everybody also takes home a pound of BuzzBox coffee today. A Rick and Bubba double CD, and coming up this weekend, the Alabama Auto Show. If you're going to be in the Birmingham area, uh, you can go to the BJCC for that uh, Alabama Auto Show uh, this weekend as well. So there we go. Tickets all around. All right, let's go to the phones uh, at 866-WE-BE-BIG. John is standing by in Pensacola. If you'd like to get in, you can. There's room for you. Trolling, trolling, trolling. Keep them phones a trolling. Here we come, phone trolling. Phone troll. Hello, John, Pensacola. Go ahead. How y'all doing today? John, we're all over it. All right. Well, I got a... <laughs> y'all are talking about one person flying on a plane. Yes. I was... Con- I was... I'm a retired Air Force, and I was stationed on Guam, and we... When I left there to come back to the States, it was me and my wife, and three other people. Oh wow! That, that's a, that 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 was just the three just the three of them. That's cool. Our four total. Yeah. Uh, to the phones we go. Uh, we go to Pete, Gulf Shores, Alabama, Sunny one hundred and five. Uh, f- lines are available if you're trying to get in at eight six six. We be big. Go ahead, Pete. Hi. I just wanted to tell everybody out there that my very first memory I ever had was me waking up in my mother's womb. And I was just so very, very happy to be alive. And I'm sorry that some people have to get slapped across their sleepy poo behind to wake up. But we do see in many videos where arms, hands, and elbows stretch against mother's bellies while they're in the womb. You know, this is... We've made think that, it so far. I, I think this yeah. is the fourth time today I've been thankful that by God's complete sovereignty, Greg was not here today. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Who's got the car door open? Somebody, got to, somebody better get the keys out. <laughs> You're about to shut it with the keys in it. We continue. Watch your hands. 866, uh, uh, we be big. Hands up. Uh, let's, let's go to, and I, I'm at the point now, I'm just going to see if my prediction is right, uh, to St. Louis. I uh, can't see the name, but go right ahead, Jerome. I've been convicted by Adrian Rogers. Every time I turn YouTube on, there's a – Adrian Rogers bit that's number two two three two that everybody needs to watch. It's the generation to come and the America of, of tomorrow. And he's talking about abortion. He said abortion is nothing but a blood sacrifice to the devil. Everybody needs to know that. I mean, that just it hit me. Yeah, and you know, Adrian and others have talked about how we look back on the pagan societies and the things that were going on. And Bubba mentioned Holocaust earlier uh, to where. And I think the reason why people don't see it that way, and I think that's changing, and some of that changing even this week with movies like Unplanned being out and some of the things that are now being discovered scientifically, is that we kind of buried our heads in the sand and just said, you know, like a little kid that puts their fingers in their ear, we didn't really want to know. 
And, and, but, but I think we have to know and face the reality and then as a society make decisions as human beings on whether we want to devolve if you don't have a biblical worldview or just as, just as decent um, creations or however you think we got here. Um, and certainly if you have a biblical worldview, you know, and, and um, you, you see it, it clearly as well. I, we can go down these roads like, hey, what about this? What about that? The same old things we've always done. We truly are, and you see some states taking it on this week, and we've talked about two of them today, Georgia and Alabama. We truly are to the point where we can no longer argue against anything other than, than this is life. And do we as human beings outside the womb, because you know that's going away too, do we as human beings have the right to terminate the life of another human being, yes or no? Now, we seem to put past a lot of laws that we came up with the decision that's a no if, if it's innocent life. But now, so now we're, we're realizing that if we've said it once, like you, people are bringing up, you know, we still have in the state we are in right now, mm-hmm. we still have, if, if there is a woman with child that is killed, they treat that as two deaths um, if she's carrying the child. And so for some reason we got on, we acted, we, we weren't real consistent with that point of view. So it's a time for us to become consistent with that point of view and make a decision or decisions as a society. And I, I think that's where we need to land, like Bubba said earlier, and he's right. This other stuff, we're just chasing rabbits and running all over the place. we got to get that fundamental question yep. in front of the human race and make a call on it. We continue. Uh, Greg, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. How are you? Go ahead, 30 seconds. Start with, why in the world could Greg Burgess not be here today? It would have been a... Day. Yeah, yeah, you know. But I wondered if Bubba. I wondered if Bubba wanted me to go to Cracker Barrel and find him two men uh, that were want Betty to check their Harmony page out. <laughs> one could drive the golf cart, and the other one could help her tote tables and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> we continue, Sam in Alabama. Sam, go ahead. Thirty seconds. Hey, I, I know you know we have to address serious issues, but I love this last part of the segment. This is the best, and I know we don't acknowledge what day it is or what hour of the day it is, but then this last part of the, the show generally is the best as far as the best call. So keep up the work. Yeah, well, well you I know, guess it's all how you look at it. It's all how you look yeah. at it. From mm-hmm. your point of view as a consumer, I see your point of view. <laughs> Amy Birmingham, 1047 WZZK. Amy, go ahead. Hi. Um, I just wanted to say on the abortion issue, I was raped, and I chose to have my child. And she has been the best blessing of my life. And I now have a granddaughter from her. And they're, they're humans, and we shouldn't kill them. That's my opinion. Well, I know that that was a difficult thing for you, uh, but I think you're confirming that you made the right decision because the child really shouldn't be punished for the evil acts of another human being. And uh, so um, I know that had to be difficult, but um, you certainly – um, I, you probably you didn't ask to be applauded, no. uh, so you probably but you might we, be. The we've kind got of, a lot of email that yeah echo that same. Thing. Yeah, we and, and that's the thing you have to. And you know what? That's once again being informed. Mm-hmm. You know, it's easy to say. Well, I tell you what, if I was in that situation, well, now wait a minute. You need to hear everybody who's been in that situation, yeah. and you need to look at both decisions before you make your own decision. Th- th- these are not decisions to be made lightly. And I appreciate you sharing that with us today. And all of you who've emailed us, as Bubba said, similar stories. If you're leaving us, have a great day. You got more Rick and Bubba top of the hour, and we should be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.